Welcome back, everybody. This is Justin. You're listening to my daily podcast, JRP Daily. And today, I've got a pretty quick one for you. So let me just jump right into it. All right, guys, before we get started, as always, make sure you are following me on the internet. If you're on Instagram, my handle is at justinrp56. It's the same username for Facebook. The name of the Facebook page is justinrp. For Twitter, it would be at jjustinrp. And my website is justinrp.com where you can go and find all those links and where to contact me and that kind of stuff too. So go check out the website. Also check out the website if you're interested in affiliate marketing. I have a course there for it. Or if you're interested in business, I'm working on stuff. That is not up yet, but it will be soon enough. So there's that. There's my social, though. All those will also be in the description below. And on that note, today what I want to talk about is social media and the social currency that exists nowadays all of a sudden out of nowhere because I really don't know how I feel about it sometimes, okay? We have, you know, social media, obviously has kind of like taken over the world. And it's weird how many people like need these social media sites now and can't live without them and can't live without their social currency. It's like the most important thing in the world nowadays where it's more important for you to have more likes on Instagram than it is for you to have like money in the bank, which is just bizarre to think about. But that's pretty much exactly where we've gone with the world. So I wanted to talk real quickly about that and how social can be used for good and be used for not good. Um, so when, so let me, let me start by giving you some numbers, okay? A lot of people are using social media. I just looked up real quick some of the numbers. Um, these numbers were last updated on August 2nd of 2018, so... They've definitely changed by now, but just to give you an idea of what some of these numbers are, Facebook has, at that point, 2.23 billion users. YouTube had 1.9 billion users. And uh, Instagram had just hit a billion dollars even at that point. And Twitter at 336,000. Thousand. That doesn't sound right. Hang on a second. I think I mistyped something there. Yes, 336 million. You know, still pretty far behind the uh, the billions of users on Facebook and Instagram, but still a ton of people. So, as you know, at the beginning of or end or at some point in most of my shows, not quite all of them, I know I've forgotten it before, uh... I tell you to follow me on social media, right? I tell you to check out my website, well, or both, usually both, hopefully. But um, why do I do this? What, what is so important about the social media nowadays that I have to keep telling you to do that? Well, first of all, the most obvious uh, benefit to social media nowadays for us is that it puts us in front of people. Okay, it does make us social. Um, there's obviously 
a lot of debate, and there has been for a long time, about whether or not social media is a good thing or a bad thing. And I don't really have an opinion on that. It, it, it just depends on how you're using it. If you're using it to be popular, if you're posting pictures of yourself on Instagram with like no clothes on and whatever drink of your choice in your hand and saying like, you know, back when we were doing all the, all the YOLO and all that kind of stuff, then I don't think you're using it for the right reasons. And I don't think your million likes really mean anything. Okay. I really don't know if, uh, I, I'm obviously really into business. I appreciate the, uh, the art that has come to be of social media marketing. Um, if you want to learn stuff about social media, listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. That dude is a social media guru. That's pretty much what he does. And he got in on it all really early and learned how to use it right so that uh, he's made a whole ton of money using social media. You know, he started like a YouTube show when YouTube was still just becoming a thing and everyone thought he was crazy and this, that, and the other. And people still to this day, you tell them you try to make, like, oh, I'm trying to make money online. They think you're a little weird. You tell them, I'm trying to make money on Instagram. They really think you're weird. It is possible to do that. And I'm going to get more into that a little bit later. But I do just want to kind of open up about this point and kind of make everyone realize we are using social media as like our currency nowadays. We, I, I know I see people going out of the way that are more concerned about how many likes they have on a post than how much money they have in their wallet, which is just crazy to me. It is absolutely crazy, if you ask me. And what happens here is that, I don't know, I don't know how, I, I don't know, I'd love to talk to like a psychologist about the psychology behind social media. Or maybe I'll just look more into it myself over the course of time. But I feel like that's got to be damaging to some extent. And it's got to be adding to some people's stress nowadays, being so focused on how much, you know, how many likes they're getting out of post. You know, I, so, you know, because it's, it's like, like the cliche, like millennial nowadays will go to Starbucks and pay six bucks on a coffee. But the same person probably would not give up 10 likes on Instagram for the coffee if we actually were using social media engagement as our currency. People might start actually being more responsible with their money, which is a weird way to think about it. But I don't know. That's just the way it is. So there, there is, there's definitely a bad side to social media. Some people are so addicted to their phones that I see nowadays. I can't imagine. I, I think I'm pretty bad. You know, like I'm I'm very active on Instagram. I do try to use Instagram as a tool in my toolbox for business. I have uh, anymore. I'm actually very rarely on my personal Instagram account. Just uh, scrolling through it. But I will spend a lot of time on the uh, on the business one. So, it's weird. It's very weird to think about. And, I don't know. So, if you're if you're super addicted to your phone, I'm not trying to, like, bash on you. I'm not trying to be super rude about it, obviously. But, like, I think it's a problem if you 
if you're on your phone wherever you go, or you can't go somewhere without your phone. That's like the ultimate test for me. Every once in a while, I do leave without my phone. Because, I mean, usually if I'm only going to be gone for a couple minutes or so, because people will hammer you with like, oh, what if what if an emergency happens? And it's like, you've been using that for the past 10 years to take your phone everywhere. And the emergency still has yet to happen. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. But um, I'm not saying don't take your phone anywhere. Take your phone. People need to be able to get a hold of you. It's the world we live in nowadays to an extent. But... Don't take your phone everywhere saying, oh, what if an emergency happens? And then be like sitting in your classes or meetings or whatever you do. And just like, you know, you have it sitting there behind your book. You're just scrolling through and you're texting all your friends and you're doing this. That's where it needs to stop. The first, you know, they, it's very old saying with any other type of addiction. The first step is admitting you have a problem. If you can't admit that you have a problem, then you're clearly, and I think very obviously, never going to solve that problem, okay? Because if you don't know you have it, how can you solve it? That's the real question. If you don't know you have, you know, if you don't know, realize, or admit to yourself that you're an alcoholic, then why are you going to go to an AA meeting? If you don't know or realize yourself that you have an addiction, why are you going to take the measures it takes to stop it? Okay, first of all, self-discipline. If you can realize you have an addiction to your phone, it is really not that hard to take a couple of measures that will force you to stop using your phone all the freaking time. Okay, just leave it. Instead of in your pocket, leave it in your bag or somewhere else like that. Okay. Um, no, what if I don't hear it when it goes off with the emergency call that I'm never going to get? Honestly, if you can just... Our phones can do a lot of things nowadays. They have a lot of settings on them. But you can find a way to turn off all your notifications for your useless text messages and for your Facebook and for your Instagram and for your Snapchat. You can find a way to turn off all those notifications and just turn your ringer on for phone calls. For the Because I know you don't get that many phone calls all that often. Because if you just turn your ringer on for phone calls... Or even, there's probably a way to turn it on just for specific people that would be calling you in the event of an emergency. Then it's okay to have your ring around. Nobody's going to get mad at you in a meeting or in a class or in public or anywhere if your phone rings because of an emergency in the middle of everything. Okay, they're going to get mad at you if you're sitting there trying to act like you're not doing it and just looking at the table the whole time kind of smiling, kind of laughing every once in a while, you know, and you, you make it very obvious. Okay. You people that do this, you make it very, very obvious that you're doing it. Okay. They'd rather you get a call. They'd rather a call that's actually important disrupt whatever's going on than, you know, your nonsense that you're trying to do during class. So stop making excuses to be addicted to your phone and start taking measures necessary to actually try and help yourself. Okay. If your phone is about to die and you're, you are scrambling to find a charger. Okay. I've seen this all the time in college. I'll get into a night class like 6 PM. Everybody's phone is about to die. There are kids 
seriously going nuts trying to find a phone charger. Okay, this point. And it's like, first of all, if your phone's about to die, and it's 6 p.m., assuming that you've charged it all night, because most people do that now. Um, first of all, that means you've been on it too much throughout the day. You know, that means that you're using up the battery too quickly. So if you don't want your phone dying, you know, before you get to bed, the way to do that is to not use it as much. I don't get why people don't understand that. It's a pretty simple concept. But and if your phone is about to die and you're scr- <laughs> like, I can't explain how much it kind of just irks me to watch you guys. Go around and ask everyone, do you have a phone? Like, in class, like, this is like, you know, a 6 to 9 class at like 5.50, like 10 minutes before class starts. These kids are going around to everyone, do you have a phone charger? Do you have a phone charger? Like, no, dude. Even if I do, I'm not going to give it to you because you don't need to be on your phone for the next three hours. You have to, you have something to do for the next three hours that does not involve you being on your phone. And it's the same thing with laptop. Okay, we have a technology addiction. Not necessarily a phone addiction when it comes to stuff like this, because, or at least college kids do, because college kids, they're doing anything and everything on their laptops, acting like they can do both. They can pay attention at the same time. Okay, if you listen to this podcast, like, regularly, first of all, you are awesome if you do that. You are, like, the reason I'm still going here. But, um, yes, I've done an episode on multitasking which that ties into this. I just did an episode yesterday on studying and why you can't study. This is one of those reasons why. Because you don't pay attention to class. You sit on your laptop watching Netflix or shopping for clothes. Or I, I see it all the time in real life. I'm not just making this up. And in this case, I'm actually not exaggerating. I see stuff like this all the time. You're scrolling through your text messages. You're scrolling through Facebook. You're on Amazon looking for new shoes. You're, I've seen all of the above in my classes from people that don't seem to be doing very well in classes. Some of them are doing okay. But um, to, to the multitasking thing, stop acting like you can pay attention in class and be doing this at the same time. You can't. So stop acting like you can because it's really just a waste of everybody's time when you act like that. Okay, instead, if you don't need to be on the laptop, which... Let me tell you, nine times out of ten, you don't. Okay, uh, just a fun little story, real quick. This year, I got a, I got a new laptop for school this year, and I get I get really cheap laptops. I don't have a MacBook. I don't have any of that. I have I have this Acer. Okay, uh, it's, it's not even like touchscreen. Like who gets a non-touchscreen laptop nowadays? But I got it. It was like three hundred bucks. I got it from Walmart. I I really do like it. It has a ton of storage. And it has a numeric keypad on it. So being the finance accounting nerd that I am, I, it has a keypad. I'm happy. But the biggest problem with the new laptop that I got this year is that it is so freaking loud that I actually can't take it to class anymore. I don't open it up in class because I just I sit there, I open it up, it runs for like two minutes, and it's like... And I'm like, oh my god. You know, someone's, someone's actually going to like punch me. If I keep this thing on and if I keep using it, and especially if I'm just sitting there using it for the purposes of scrolling through Facebook or, or whatever. So, but but thankfully I, I don't, I don't say this just to kind of like to my own horn or to kind of 
put myself above everybody else, but I am just not addicted to my phone or my laptop or social media as much as so many people are not. And I'm not saying everybody is. I know other people that are better than me at it. I know a ton of people that are worse than me for it. But, you know, there are all kinds of people in this world, and I'm very much somewhere where I do not pull my phone out in the like that awkward five minutes before class before the teacher gets there. I I don't I try to not pull my phone out when I'm just sitting alone and you know if like if I'm in a restaurant with my friends or with my girlfriend and you know they get up to go to the bathroom I don't immediately pull out my phone I just look around for a couple of seconds you know like that's what people had to do at some point you know some of you listening probably are those people that probably did have to do that at some point you know but it's gotten out of hand it's really gotten out of hand with um, the overall point of why I made this episode today is social currency and the social media addiction for those of you that might actually have like, you know, stress induced issues because your post didn't even reach a hundred likes. So that's, that's my spiel. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get off the topic for the day. I just, I just kind of wanted to rant about that one today. Oh, actually, that's not my spiel. Getting back to what I promised earlier on in the episode. This is not just to talk all bad about social media, because social media can be used very usefully. It can be used as a tool in business, and that's what I use it as. It can be used as a very good marketing tool. It can be used to make money. There are full-time YouTubers. I've been full-time YouTubers for a long time. Okay, YouTube was like the first social site to start trying to make money on and start making money on and making a lot of money on for that matter. And then there are a lot of full-time Instagrammers nowadays. I don't know if anybody's making like full-time incomes on Facebook or Twitter or any of that yet, but, um, there are, yes, <laughs> point case in point. Okay. Um, you can use Instagram and Facebook, especially and YouTube very productively for a business and for yourself to make money. The thing is, this is something I'm taking from Gary Vee, is that it's the social currency we want to try to avoid. Okay. My Instagram page right now, when I'm recording this episode, has like just over 660 followers. Okay. And I've seen so many Instagram pages in like the last week or the last two weeks that are just like hyper focused on Instagram. Grow their account in one week, grow their account from zero to 10,000 or in like two months, they've grown from like zero to 80,000, something like that. And they're going crazy. And I think it's awesome. I think it's really cool. I think they know what they're doing. And then, of course, I get all these Instagram accounts messaging me like, oh, hey, do you want my ebook on how to grow faster? Or do you want my help? Uh, you know, pay me this and I'll do it. Do you want a shout out? Do you want this? And I, I always tell them and they get so confused. No, because Instagram is not my main focus. I just have it as a tool in my toolbox and I'm going to let it grow while I'm building a business. So that way at some point when I have things established and start running, then I'll already have some sort of a following on Instagram, but um, I'm not, I'm not hyper-focused on growing my Instagram and I do want to grow it as organically as possible because another thing with me, with businesses that run Instagram, some of these pages that have, you know, a hundred thousand followers, probably a lot of them, just don't care about you like that's 
that's the that's just the fact of the matter at this point in time. They probably don't care about what you have to say or what you're posting. You know, there there are too many people on Instagram doing the the like for like or not like for like the follow for follow is what I really hate. Like for like is fine, I guess, but I hate the follow like because what'll happen with my Instagram is that it'll shoot up like I'll gain like a hundred followers in a day. And then I wake up the next morning and it's like 70 of them left because I didn't follow them back. It's like, get over yourselves. Don't follow me in the first place unless you're actually interested in seeing my content. or You're actually interested in supporting me. I'm not going to follow you back just because you followed me. I'm going to follow you back if you have good content, if you're providing value to me, or if, you know, you're, I actually have some sort of a bond with you. Okay, and I actually want to support you for some reason, then I will follow you back on Instagram. I'm not going to follow you just because you followed me. I think it's the funniest thing in the world when I get people, friends, come up to me and say, oh, wow, I have like 2,000 followers on Instagram. And I go and I check their account and they're following like 4,000 accounts. If you are following more accounts than are following you, I don't consider that to be a good thing at all. Like, I really don't. And I, and I get, like, when it's a numbers game, when it comes to marketing, you know, the following's kind of irrelevant. It's just how many followers you have. But I think it's pretty relevant to say something about your character and about the actual value you're providing. Because if I'm going to put up a post on Instagram as, like, for the purposes of marketing, for trying to get my message out there, I'd rather put it up on an account that has 300 followers that actually want to see my content that actually have enough interest in me to buy whatever I'm selling or to actually listen to what I have to say, then put it up on an account that has 800,000 followers that are just there thinking I'm going to follow them back. And they don't actually care about me. This is where it's tricky. I'm going to do an episode eventually on Instagram specifically. Um, I'll have a guest on for that that knows more about it than I do to talk about growth strategies and to talk about, you know, this kind of engagement, the engagement groups, the shouts, the, all that good stuff. So that'll be for another day. But my point being guys, people are too, too focused on their follows, too focused on their likes, too focused on their comments, this, that, and the other. I think you're best off. Use social media. I'm cool with that, but just use it, you know, as a way to, Put yourself in front of the world and stop manipulating yourself and stop like adjusting your own life around who did and didn't like your photo and around who did or didn't comment on this, this, that, and the other. That's my message for the day. I'm going to leave it right there. Um, after saying all that, go, please go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, what have you. Again, those will be in the description if you want to. If you're not genuinely interested in my stuff, then feel free to just not do it. But until next time, guys.